Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Our next guest is a prominent resident of the city of Chicago for the past 50 years. Howard Tallman has been one of the most active and successful entrepreneurs in the country. He's the founding executive director of the Ed Kaplan Family Institute for Innovation and Tech Entrepreneurship at the Illinois Institute of Technology. And now he's a general managing partner and the Chicago High Tech Investment Partners for G2T3V. How are you today, Howard? Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Well, I'm good, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So what about casinos? How do you feel about that? You know, I, I guess I feel that uh, the closer they could make it to wherever we're going to have a convention business, if we ever have it again, uh, I think the happier I would be. Um, I think, you know, it's inevitable that we're going to have, you know, several casinos. And I just think that uh, we might as well, you know, come to understand that the best thing that we can hope for is that they take advantage of tourists who leave instead of you know making all another class of poor people yeah. in the city. <laughs> you know, it feel, it, I mean, it feels like the lottery, you know, it's it just, it's a horrible thing. You know, if somebody, your prior guest or comments said they go to, to Vegas. I mean, it couldn't be more depressing to see people in wheelchairs smoking, playing slot machines. And you just wonder, you know, you just wonder what world is this that we want to encourage that kind of behavior. So, uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced today the city is considering three proposals now. Bally's Corporation of the Chicago Tribune um, Publishing Center, Hard Rock Chicago at the One Central site, and River 78 in a riverfront entertainment district. Um, so we'll see what it gets narrowed down to, but... You got a good point there. It's not going to just be one in the future. They're going to find that yeah, they make so much yeah. money that it's going to be uh, it's going to be inevitable. We're going to have them in in more than yeah, one. Yeah, and spot. you know, and 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 frankly, you know, I I still don't understand. I don't think anybody in the city has ever understood all the money that the lottery was going to make for our education systems and everything else. It, every day we keep hearing the schools are still broke. I mean, where where's all that money that was supposed to come to the to be used for good purposes, uh, you know, when we authorized all these lotto things. I don't know. That's always the biggest question in Illinois. You can add that to the list of where's the tollway money going and where's this money going? It's, <laughs> <laughs> right, it's right. the, the unanswered sad, question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Howard has uh, an article that he publishes on Inc.com every week and millions of people read it. The headline this week says you can put college courses online, but you can't get an education there. And you have a long history in education. So I found this very intriguing, especially since I have a kid who uh, found out they're going to go online the the first month of of this semester yeah, how, and yep. he, he said no i'm not do, i'm not doing it i'll take this semester off um it didn't yeah. prove to be any good for him not the first year that he did it from home and he was so excited when he got into a dorm last fall and he's like i, I will never go back to online education again yeah i you know i my granddaughter is at northwestern they brought the kids back. They put them in the dorms so they would make the rent money for the dorms. And then they told them it was going to be online, which they could have stayed home in their own bedrooms and had better meals and mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, I don't know. I honestly, um, you know, I, I'm not convinced that it's been effective. And I think the younger you get, I mean, this is not limited to, to a college issue because I think millions of parents all over the country 
looked over the shoulders of their kids, whatever age they were, and said, this is what passes for, you know, education these days. I mean, so, you know, it was a rude awakening. And I I think that uh, it just hasn't been uh, effective. It's, you know, uh, it's really depressing. So, I mean, look, that was that was sort of half the story, which is that the computer is not a substitute for face to face interaction with a teacher who can react, frankly, to, you know, your attitude and your even your posture. I mean, we we once ran a, you know, a call center and, you know, people would walk around. And if if we didn't see people sitting up straight and smiling, we knew that whatever they were doing over the phone was doomed because the. You know, you could tell from their posture that they weren't into it. And so if they weren't into it, what was coming through the system was not going to be a happy result for the customer on the other end. And it's similar with with the kids. I mean, you know, one of the scary things is, and we built many games, and, you know, they talk all the time about, in my computer business, how addictive games are. The reason games are addictive is because we fail. But we're encouraged to try again all the time. And and when you're playing a game, usually you're going to fail 70 or 80 percent of the time. But you keep coming back because you're trying to improve your skills. I wish that was the attitude of kids in school. You know, instead we say, you know, geez, if you failed, we're going to put you in the corner with a dunce cap and forget about you. (laughs) And honestly, what we need to do is is encourage them to keep trying and keep learning and improving their skills. One so of the things tough. I, I want to talk about tough. this one one thing in here that in in it's an accurate statement in 2021 nearly one million people quit jobs in public education a 40 percent increase over the previous year following the pandemic it's estimated that one in three teachers in the U S is thinking of leaving their position and we hear this more and more so is. Is it because of the technology and the online teaching that they're being forced to do, or is it that they're just completely burnt out from everything that's been thrown at them in the past couple of years? Well, I think it's even, I think there's a third category. The third category is we don't pay teachers fairly. And I think that that just is a horrible message because, you know, they're only educating our future. You know, it's not like they're educating people who are 80 years old. I mean, this is our future. And we treat them like junk. You know, we give their salaries and the compensation for being a teacher, which is, you know, it used to be, I think people thought it was an easy job. You got off at three o'clock in the afternoon, you had your summers off. So maybe you would not make as much, but now it's a war zone in a lot of schools. And honestly, we do, we just don't compensate them in a fair fashion. We don't give them the right resources so I think a lot of them are leaving, and I think a lot of them are discovering that there are plenty of jobs that they can do with their skills, that they can do remotely, that they can do from home, that they can do part-time. And so, you know, we're going to see a very substantial exodus from the schools. And I don't know how we're going to replace them, because I don't think that kids any longer aspire to be teachers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what mine went to school for. He's already decided that's not going to be an option. <laughs> I'm like, wait, yeah. that's why we chose Illinois State University. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I get yeah. where you're coming from. Read the article. It's on Inc.com. It's Howard Tolman. You can follow him online at Tolman.com. Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News, Howard. Thank you, Lisa.